<laughs> Easy for you to say. Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke anything, Ski. The <laughs> hear anything? God damn it. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, do that. And then that. Is that can you, are you hearing the end of it now? Uh, I typically only hear it when Chris's voice is speaking. Oh, okay. Because yeah, because the the new sound thing that I the virtual sound device I use um, doesn't play it very well back over Zoom, unfortunately, and I haven't found a workaround for that. Um, but it recorded. That, that's all that matters. You don't need to hear it anyway. Hi, um, <laughs> welcome to the Fumpcast. Uh, we have the Suffolk and Good Players with us. We have Chris Mazalesta, Dale Leopold, and for the first time, Lori Firth. Welcome to the show, folks. Thank Before you. Yeah. <laughs> and we will have Great a pre-recorded interview with Ukla the Mock coming up later in the show. And this is, well, this is, oh... <laughs> This is not episode 6,293. Let me fix that. It just feels like <laughs> episode 6,293. It really <laughs> does. Uh, 693 is the episode. Title of this week's episode is An Adamant Crow. And I will put that into the chat. Your job, should you choose to accept it, is to work that into our conversations somehow. Mm. So... Because I'm a dick. All right. Um, <laughs> let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey. What? Oh, he's all right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Uh, just doing my dumb day job, which I don't like doing. Um, Same. I, it, it's... Uh, because of the way, you know, this particular job works, sometimes uh, I end up having to work like six consecutive days in a row. Um, my record is being scheduled for eight consecutive days in a row. Uh, that hasn't happened in a while, but um, it was particularly, you know, not fun, but I kind of used it to uh, get myself working on what I call my mixtaping project, uh, which basically involves me making uh, an iPod playlist of all of, you know, my favorite music, you know, year by year chronologically. And I finally got caught up to last year, which is 2022. So I've spent most of the past week re-listening to all of the hits of 2022 um, and making them into like sorted playlists so that I can then Take those playlists and from that make an even shorter playlist of just like all my favorite tracks from that year. So I have like jams to listen to that make me happy. So, um, yeah, I know it sounds weird, but uh, it, it, it also helps me with um, whenever I get around to making the episodes of Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport podcast. It helps me pick which songs I want to play. Like, OK, what songs of the ones I like the most from that year did I not get around to playing on the podcast yet? And that's how I pick that. Um ugh. Um, I've been working on this um, um, animatic uh, uh, freelance thing, uh, and I really need to finish it up tonight because if it's not done by tonight, I'm just going to pull my hair out because 
uh, starting tomorrow, it'll be another, let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it'll be another six days in a row of working, uh, all of which lead up to me leaving for FumpFest, um, which I, you know, need to prepare for. Um, I mean, I know that long story short of it is um, my concert's going to be, the majority of it's going to be songs from my latest album uh, because I haven't performed uh, at, a, at an Ohio convention in 10 years. And the new, and that's the new album uh, basically is everything I've done since then. So I already know more or less what I'm performing. I just need to, you know, take the time to do it. But first I have to get this animatic done. Um, and uh, you know, other than that, uh, just watching Ahsoka, woo! <laughs> you know, which has been awesome. Uh, getting better and better. Anyway. Now was that Marcon? Was uh, that Marcon? Actually, no, my, I think my last time was another con in the Cobb, which was 2013. I think technically I attended uh, Ohio Valley Filk Festival in 2015, but I wasn't like scheduled to have like a concert there. I just basically showed up because somebody there promised they would give me one of the like, you know, basically to get a main, any main stage time, you have to like enter this lottery to get like a one shot or a two shot. And somebody there, I forgot what the reason was, but like something had happened at a previous convention where I kind of got, you know, robbed of an opportunity to do something. And she's like, well, if you come out in 2015, I'll, I'll guarantee that you'll get one of the two shot slots. So I use that to perform when you wish upon a death star <laughs> since nice. that's, you know, it's actually more like 13 songs in one, but whatever it's, you know, seven minutes. So I was trying to remember which one, which mark on it was when we did uh, really the highlight was us doing going to buy me a dog in the filk circle. So. I think that was 2013. In fact, I could find out I, in all of my, um, uh, making, you know, the, the, the lists of the tracks that were going to end up on my last album. And I also intend to, at some point, uh, in the future, put out an album of all of my covers. So, uh, I, um, boop, boop, shabop, I have, gremlin. I have, Sorry. I have a recording of, um, of that. And I kept track of them all in a, in a spreadsheet and I listed them all chronologically just so I wanted to know when everything was. So I can literally tell you that, um, Let's see. I think that was, yeah. Gonna buy me a dog live at. Uh, oh wait, that's MarsCon. Um, where's the one from MarsCon? Eh. It's MarsCon with no S. Yes. Uh, I lost me thing. Oh, it, it was MarsCon 2012. Yes, April 6, April sixth, 2012. So yeah. Um, <laughs> you could call that yeah. album the Great Luke Ski covered in Fump. Actually. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, I'm intending. I'm intending to call that album uh, "Nonstop Coverage." <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay. So, so yeah. So all of those tracks at the Fump that I've posted over the past, you know, several years that are covers are all going to be on that album, which is why they weren't on uh, Needle C Meta. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, what have you been up to, Devo Spice? Fump Fest, <laughs> Fump Fest, um, and pretty much nothing but Fump Fest. Uh, just you know, um, I went through my like. I have a spreadsheet called a comprehensive to-do list and I whittled it down to like a punch list of everything I have to do. And it was 42 items. And then I did like three or four of them and knocked them off the list. And then I added like seven more. And like every time I do stuff on the list, I remember that there's other stuff I have to do. So I keep adding to the list and I'm not, you know, it's getting to the point where a lot of the stuff on the list is stuff that won't take long or is low priority. So that's good. 
but I still have a couple of big things I need to do. Like last night I started laying out the program book, um, which, you know, takes time. And then I have to print it and fold it and staple it takes time. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I updated the app, but it's right now only works as a website. So it's like, it may not be installable as an app, but if you go to fumpfest.com slash app, you can see it. It's all updated. Although I do need to update it now that Worm Quartet canceled. But so it's it's just been nonstop trying to find time to work on stuff for Fumpfest and failing because I have a job and a family and other obligations. So it's just been and I I do enjoy sleeping once in a while. You know, sorry if that if I'm you know selfish. But uh, I do enjoy sleeping. Um, in uh, God Hates Comedy Musician news, I hit a deer the other night. That was fun. Oh. Um, I was going just, just up here on, on Route 94, about a mile from my house. I'm coming home after dropping the kids off at the, their various locations. And it just it ran across the road at full speed. And... Looking at the dash cam footage, I should have had plenty of time to see it and and react. Unfortunately, it was running perpendicular to the road and was coming at the car right behind my door frame. So, like, I'm driving, the door frame is here, and the door frame was just blocking it. I didn't see it until I hit it. Like, all of a sudden, there's a deer in my grill, and then it's flipping through the air. Very cool Aww. dash cam footage, by the way. I may use that somewhere, but... <laughs> it just push and then deer goes flying through the air. So that calls for a Wilhelm scream. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was it was not a reindeer. You're sure of this? I'm positive. Yes, they do. They can fly here. <laughs> so I, I pull over and I get out and the deer is lying on the side of the road and I'm like, God damn it! And I look the front of my car and it's you know the bumper is cracked and the emblem is smashed and then you know there's not a lot of damage but like there's a little bit and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a mess. So I call the cops and Hamburg cop shows up and says, okay, well, we got to wait till the Hardiston police arrive because he was outside of his jurisdiction. I was like, then why did you stop? (laughs) (laughs) So, so then the Hardiston cop shows up, Hamburg cop leaves, Hardiston cop looks down. And that, that was when I realized the deer was still alive. It was, you know, just doing this labored breathing thing. And I was like, oh God. So I'm like, they're going to have to shoot it. So the cop is like, yeah, we're going to have to put it down. So then the second hardest in cop shows up and I go back to my car to get my license registration and stuff. And as I'm walking back, I see the cop coming up with his loading the bullets into his gun to put the deer down. And then the deer gets up, stumbles into the cemetery and runs off. And I was like, well, that was unexpected. <laughs> I thought I killed it when I hit it. And now it's just this zombie deer wandering around a cemetery. So, so. on revenge. Yeah, probably. You just stunned him. <laughs> yeah. You stunned it just as you were waking up. Yeah. <laughs> zombie deer. Zombie deer. It's not a light deer. It's not meant to quiet. Uh, join the choir eternal. So, so then two more hardest in police show up. So there's four cop cars on the side of the road. And the the cop, as the cop is giving me back my, my paperwork, I looked up and I said, you know, it's just a deer. I didn't need the whole department out here for this. <laughs> so, so I had, um, I'm, I'm hoping oh, to, av- 
I was hoping to avoid having to file a claim with my insurance company because we're still dealing with the claim from three weeks huh. ago when my son totaled the other car. So, but uh, I took it to a mechanic yesterday and he thinks it's going to be like between two and $3,000 to fix, I think is the range he was talking about. Um, because like that little Toyota emblem on the front of the car itself is like $300 because that's in front of like the camera that they use for like accident avoidance and stuff like that. And it has to be calibrated and there's other sensors in there. And there's like, once he opened it up, like there's a dent in the hood and the hood has been pushed back a little bit. And the thing that holds the headlight in is broken. You know, there's just a lot of little things, you know, but it's still drivable. So at least there's that. Um, in better news, um, I'm going to be a TikTok star. Um, <laughs> my office, I work for a, a pharmaceutical ad agency as a web designer, and they sent out a company-wide email yesterday saying, if anyone wants to act in a TikTok ad for this drug that, that we work on, you know, get in touch with them. And I'm like, hey, I've been taking acting lessons. I'd be happy to. So we filmed that today. <laughs> So, if anyone sees me in an ad on TikTok, let me know. So oh, that- a scab, huh? <laughs> mm, oh. Wrong nope. contract. Never non-union, mind. non-union project. Ah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and uh, if you remember, uh, right before the strike, I filmed a thing for 2020, uh, a, a true crime reenactment for 2020. That's apparently airing tomorrow night. So um, those of you who still have cable or broadcast television, uh, Friday the 29th, I believe at 9 p.m., uh, is the season premiere of 2020. The episode is called Happily Never After. Uh, it's okay. about the, the Jennifer Faith murder. And uh, I play the, the, the husband who she had killed. So uh, it was a very oh, a- abstract sh- uh, shoot. So like, they're, you're never going to see my face. It's all like over the shoulder shots or me blurry in the background, you know, things like that. So not even as a corpse. Yes. You do see me lying in the okay. road. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> like Kevin Costner in, in the big, uh, the big chill. So we, uh, oh, we, dear. Yeah. Yeah. we filmed this at just somebody's house in long Island. So they, when they had me lie in the middle of the road, that was just <laughs> a middle of the road in long Island somewhere. And then, so That's all nice. of a sudden I hear, one of the one of the on-site producers go, big dog coming your way. And I kind of looked up and there's a big black dog went running over to the grip and just started sniffing him. And then we hear this this lady from across the street go, he's friendly. Sorry. And she came running out. <laughs> so then the dog saw me lay, laying in the middle of the road and came trotting up to me and sniffed my feet and then came up and gave me, you know, and I, I was petting the dog. So fun times filming you had to break character and be alive for yes this. exactly story. <laughs> uh so what have you guys been up to suffolk and good people getting covid <laughs> what haven't we been up to that's right yeah. yeah dale has covid so i was i wasn't expecting him to join us this evening i i wasn't sure myself so, until today so the voice has been <clears throat> kind of phlegmy but uh yes and uh, just for the record i I've, I've been in one of those it was a discovery id show and so I know I know the process sort of 
where because I resembled the detective, it was a Wisconsin detective. It was like um, ice cold killers was the show. And so, I, yeah, I did a lot of like, you know, interrogating a suspect and sitting in a cop car and all this kind of stuff. But my dialogue was pretty much not there. It was mostly the narrator talking over me. Tonight at 10. <laughs> Ice cold <laughs> killers. <laughs> A lifetime. Filming in midsummer in Virginia, pretending it's uh, Wisconsin in the winter. Yes. Nice. That was- Movie magic. <laughs> well, there's been a Ice lot of cold killers there. Oh, yes. Wink. <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? Now, there's been a ton of stuff to parody lately. Mm. Low-hanging fruit. Right. Uh, Fruitcakes are, right. you know. Low-hanging. Oh. Low-hanging. That's low, crazy like, Republicans. Yes. Like low, like below the belt line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> below the belt you know. line. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, we want to talk about the song now? Or? Sure. Yeah. I'll give it, give oh, us okay. a quick sure. intro. We'll give it a listen. Okay. So this was uh, Lisa's idea. Originally, Lisa Graham, who was our... Uh, our avatar, our Who's the, your the friend character of, of my friend, Lisa, yes. Um, she messaged me and was like, oh, oh, the, you know, isn't it moronic or something like that? And thinking about Alanis Morissette, she's a big fan. Um, and part of it was, I think probably the line about, will she go down on you in a theater? And that probably inspired thoughts of Alanis Morissette and Lauren Boebert. So, um, she had some lyric ideas, and so I sat down. I sat down virtually with her, and we worked out some lyrics. And then I had the idea of because this incident, uh, the Lauren Bobert groping incident, took place as they were going to see uh, the Beetlejuice musical. It's like, well, there are some Calypso songs that are used. In, I mean, there's original songs in the musical, but they also use the Banana Boat song and uh, Jump in the Line. Jump in the uh, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's like, well, let's do something with that. And if you know, I think it's a it's a rule of comedy that if you do anything with banana boat song, you have to reference Stan Freeberg in there somewhere. <laughs> yes, um, you do. It's just, it's, that's you a have rule. To, just, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, we figured out with Chris to do that. Um, Lisa's doing the Bobert lines, uh, and 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 Chris and Laurie are doing the uh, the singing vocals. So I I did most of the lyrics but uh, but Lisa had some good choice lines in there too which are great so we had a lot of fun doing it all it right here quick. is great isn't time. it moronic by the <laughs> Suffolk and good players Uh, sir, excuse me, sir. It's too loud. It's too piercing. Uh, uh, what, what is going on here, ma'am? Do you, you have an explanation for this? Yes, I know who you are, and I don't care. A young man went to a show with a loud mouth and almost got blown. It's a hand job. From a raging loon It's a first date That ended too soon Isn't it moronic? Don't make me think A little too moronic Ugh, I need a drink It's like a band On your bodily autonomy I'm ultrasound 
moronic Don't make me think A little too moronic Jesus, I need a drink Wouldn't you think I'd get some respect? I'm a congresswoman, for God's sake I'm short, but I'm nutty I'm mean, but I'm slutty When an incident like that used to be the end of someone's career, <laughs> yes, like the good old it. days, you know, people were held to standards. Back in my day. Yes, Gary, Gary Hart and the what was it? What was the name of the boat? The Hanky Panky or the uh, Monkey <laughs> Business? Baby monkey business. Yeah. Yes, yeah. God, remember when Howard Dean made a funny yell and he was deemed unworthy Done. to be the right? Done. That was <laughs> over. Cancel. We can't have somebody who's enthusiastic. <laughs> Unprecedental. Yeah. There is no low, no mo. No. Imagine if Howard Dean had done one of those weird sort of half smiles that Ron DeSantis does after he thinks he said something clever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Uh. Our representatives in Congress. So, so once again, you've cranked out one very quickly. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah, we're the, uh, yeah, the rapid response team here. <laughs> Just like it never even happened. Yeah, don't, don't make a habit of this. You messed up the fump schedule for two months here. 
<laughs> That's right. Well, it's okay as long as nobody, no politicians do any stupid things in the next few weeks. Uh, oh, dude, you've yeah, got like covered. six hours. I, get, I promise you. <laughs> Just need to get Ooh. some sleep. <laughs> oh my God! You you realize we got to do a parody of the Beach Boys shutdown now. Shut down. We've posted somewhere else, months. please. <laughs> Two and a half hours we've got now, right? Isn't that what it is? Okay, okay. Pass a bill, pass a bill, or else we're going to shut them down. Yep, yep. yep. That's it. Okay. Nobody goes to bed tonight. Uh, Everybody stays at your thing, and I'll just... Another night. What have I done? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We can't help it. I mean, you know, we've got the... Oh, I should say... A little something about putting this together. First of all, full disclosure, and I said it on the, the posting on the fump, but for the first time, I did not have time, nor did I feel like <laughs> trying to replicate the 90s, whatever the heck that kind of sound is. It's not grunge, it's grungy, it's pop grunge. I found backing tracks, and I used backing tracks this time, so I just I had to just get it, get her done. Like but, an atomic wine, basically. Is that, yeah. But, but hey, I should not say, a Broadway musical. But I should say this, and uh, D- Dale and Lori may not get this, but Luke and Devo definitely will. I was last week years old when I realized that what the original song of Penguin on the Telly was. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I just thought, oh, it's this great Monty Python tune. And then when I heard the... Uh, so what's this other what's this hand in my pocket thing and i went man and 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 wait a minute you know and spam served with spam and spam i don't know spam you know I wait a minute that. that's penguin on the telly from tony goldmark <laughs> and it's like who the hell is this alanis morris oh god that's why I had my head buried in the sand. Alanis Morissette is God. Haven't you seen Dogma? <laughs> yes, actually. Yes, I did see. I did see that. Oh boy! But otherwise, '90s music, man. Wow. See, I remember oh, yeah. Alanis Morissette from "You Can't Do That on Television." Like I, I watched that show Woo! when it was on wow. when she was a guest <laughs> on that show, and that was before she did any singing anywhere. She was just a kid on a kid's. TV show yeah. that I used to enjoy because it was dumb and I enjoy dumb humor. Was it a Canadian show? Or yes, it a... was a Canadian yes. show. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. She me. was only on one episode, but but she was good. <laughs> but she can't. Uh, she I don't know if she knows her Python or not, like Tony does. I I don't know. Yeah, it's I have an no open idea. Question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Laurie is uh, many. Uh, and has has sung with us on tons and tons and tons of our tunes and also has written a great many of our tunes not necessarily on this one but uh you know yeah the uh, lyrics for a lot of the tunes both parodies and originals Mm -hmm. so uh yeah she's really been contributed a lot to why don't you tell us about some of it (laughs) uh well i guess it all it all started when no um it was getting involved with these knuckles nutcases um with the bs resistance and then my friend lisa and just give me the opportunity to be in writing sketches and then asking for funny lyrics and it was right in my wheelhouse because i've always loved funny music and the first album i ever bought was like looney tunes with you know the streak and stuff like that on it so uh yeah i fit right in and um and chris has really helped me 
uh, he had me sing on a an album with the tambourine people with him and he's helped yeah. me yeah uh, with a lot of stuff Good so stuff. it's just opportunity so it's been a lot of fun yeah Lori actually wrote um and performed a song that was uh where she played it was kind of a my mother the car thing of of stephen miller's uh, oh, the car. uh, uh jewish car, talking jewish car, mother car jewish mother car <laughs> Like, what do you take me for? Oh, oh. A... <laughs> Oi. That's <laughs> very funny. Little car humor there. That's right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot I forgot that good you in were, the clutch. You were part of oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that you were part of the um uh, the tambourine people project. That was cool. That was a yeah. cool thing. That was yeah. great fun. Yeah, her first uh your first appearance with uh with Biesta Resistance was Singing as Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos, right. Yeah, it was a, right. You know, the, the I, yeah, I didn't know what I was getting into, but I really liked it. <laughs> kind of a schoolhouse rock vibe thing called uh, What's In It For Me. What's In It the, For Me, yep. The, the governing philosophy of, of the Trump administration, which I think <laughs> I think that was on the thumb, thump or not. Maybe not. Mm. I can't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> she kicked ass in that. Nice. We did, uh, you should mention a little bit about the um, live show we did a couple months ago. Ah, uh, yes. Virginia. Yeah, we were, yeah, got everyone to Virginia except for Lisa, of course. Uh, so it was like, it's my friend Lisa, minus Lisa, but she was in via Zoom and um, we had a whole lot of fun. It was such great oh, energy gosh. having it almost was. all the, the, the cast together in one place. Um, the show, we had lots of fun doing. There were some audio gremlins in the broadcast itself. So we've, re-recorded the audio which as soon as my voice returns and i get to sing like elvis for the uh, <laughs> the oh. elvis uh the anti-maga medley that uh that i wrote and uh i can't and quite had, do it now but i will we had ron uh desantis and and um i made you babe at the with his wife <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all about yeah so, that was fun yeah i was, had to um I wrote all the tunes in a specific key for the Elvis medley, but then, you know, Dale came back to me and asked me last week, could I transpose a couple of them down? He was being a real adamant crow about it, so I had to actually bring the key down in order to the voice, you see. That's how we do these things, you know. Does the void come down? And that was that was too far down. That was pre-COVID, right? That was before you got sick. It's pre-COVID, but I was like... You know, I had the adrenaline of a live show, and I was like hitting the notes and everything, but it was like, ah. so it's like, okay, that's there's a difference between yeah, I can sing this, I can do this. Ah, ah. Yeah. Oh, hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's really hard. But we got computers, so yes, <laughs> I was with make it work. Uh, I was sharing a room with the library bards years ago at um, uh, I believe it was RavenCon, and it was like first thing in the morning and they were going to practice some songs from their set and like Xander had just woken up now Xander is a phenomenal singer and so is Bonnie and I forgot what song they started singing but the first thing out of Xander's mouth was (laughs) and he just went he just stopped and he went oh dear lord I need to I need water (laughs) yes hydrate those vocal cords yes Man, those morning morning sessions. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but it was nice to, to hear somebody, you know, who can sing, who's a really good singer, sound worse than me. It was very empowering, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's her validation. Yes. Like, see, I'm not so bad after all. That's right. Yeah. All I need is a little warm-up, a little practice, sing along with Chris's vocals that are already in tune, and then a little auto-tune afterwards, and I sound halfway decent. It's, it's, that would work. a tried-and-true recipe in our <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because as we all know, damn, it sucks to get old. Yes. <laughs> Wait. Nah. But yeah, that, that live... Uh, we're gonna, we're, like I said, we're gonna. Dale was mentioning we're, we're doing a little bit of audio surgery on the soundtrack to that live performance we did in the studio in Virginia, and that's going to be, I you know, re-released or you know, put out. Yep. We'll fresh. definitely, we'll definitely release the audio soon as an episode. Um, at really the season two finale kind of of our show, and um, and we will see what we can do about <laughs> retroactively retrofitting that into the video. We'll ourselves. We do have some video skills in our vicinity, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, but Self yeah, ADR. Yes. True. <laughs> yeah, I've and done then that. We'll, uh, yep, yep, ADR. So yeah, <laughs> and then we'll plot and plan for the next season. That God knows what we can you know make make fun make fun of. Um, mm. You know, if we if we redub the entire. Uh, the entire episode would that have to be called Adderall? Adderall, yes, <laughs> Adderall, yes. We, we we could do it in Dublin. Um, Dublin. We it's could do it in da, Dublin. Da, it's a Dublin, yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I should mention another thing. The um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, de, uh, was I on? I missed the reindicted uh cast right or did i miss the p011 cast i think you missed reindicted reindicted yes that's right yeah. okay yes. yeah because yes. i was down here studio. in the studio working yeah. on stuff yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. and then it was like <laughs> well we're ready for the cast oh it's 10 30 crap yeah sorry or that was, was laurie sang on that one as well with yeah. george washington the third yeah, yeah. Was great fun but the <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, talking about the, the 8675309 parody, uh, I don't know how much it had gone by the time we did the cast. I can't remember. But that thing exploded, and it, we were getting numbers that I, I don't think we were used to seeing. So it's yeah. like, would it, what? More than what? tens. More than tens. <laughs> yeah. More than dozens. <laughs> yes. Uh, I haven't looked at the stats in a while, but it was pushing 9,000 mm -hmm. hits on our uh on our Over nine thousand, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we can all retire soon. <laughs> really and just today, I, I, I understand from what I can tell. I think the video from YouTube, I think, is starting to get into the algorithm a little bit. I didn't expect it's it's not viral by any stretch. It's a mild, you know, sniffle, but it's like yeah, forty three hundred something views. No, not bad. Which yeah. ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're not it must be numbers. getting into people's feeds because. I'm getting Trump's going to be your president. Trump 2024. <laughs> you just keep ah, you keep dreaming. Ah. It's an accomplished. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were triggered. Probably and since they actually I'm, have guns to go with those triggers. Yeah. Uh, mm. And since I'm doing a lot better up here now, I'm, I I can handle it. And it's like you just keep telling yourself that with your thumb <laughs> in your blankie. 
<laughs> and then here's the you know the link to the band camp the that's right so it's been good it's been good so it's, it's funny how that, that works because like all of a sudden like all of a sudden something that like will go viral a little bit and you're not sure why or something and and like <laughs> like my my video for yo sam has been doing really well on facebook and has just fizzled on youtube it's got like 500 views on youtube but it's over 10,000 on facebook because people keep sharing it like every day i get more notices that people keep sharing it so it's doing really well over there but youtube doesn't give give two shits about it so yeah so where did you you say share it on facebook on on my um devo spice page on facebook i just posted it and then people have started sharing it and it's gotten over 10,000 views now yeah. And they sold two friends. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a Suffolk and Good Players page. We have a My Friend Lisa page. Yeah. I guess we could put it up there. Doing a lot of, yeah, a lot of really good music lately. You know, yeah. uh, it's always been good, but it seems like yes. just <laughs> somebody it up besides lately, ourselves noticed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great when you can entertain yourself, but it's even better when you can entertain other people once in a while. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Share the Let's, laugh. Well, it's funny. It's like, you know, Randy Newman, Loud Wayne Wright III, two really good songwriters. And what are they known for by anybody who's heard of them? You know, Short People and Dead Skunk. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's going to be in my New York Times obituary. Yeah. Wayne Wright III, you're a dead skunk in the road. <laughs> Speaking of people who are only known, of, you know, primarily for one song, uh, um, I, I know a little bit of trivia about uh, Deo by um, Harry Belafonte. Uh, do you all know what was the first time he performed that song on television? What the show was? No, no idea. The Muppet Show. I was going to guess that. Yeah. You're oh, really? kidding. Wow. Yep. Really? Cool. Uh, very first time it was ever performed on TV was the Muppet oh, Show. Oh, that's great. With, with, with Fozzie Bear and everybody there was great. It's look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. <laughs> I remember seeing that as a kid. I like, I remember watching it when it, for, when it aired, I, I remember being, at my grandmother's house, like sitting on the floor watching, the, you know. <laughs> yeah, the Harry Belafonte episode is one of the like best episodes of all time, like it, like top ten easily. <laughs> wow! My, my favorite Harry Belafonte trivia, besides the fact of okay, he Bob Dylan's first recording session was playing harmonica for Harry, Harry Belafonte, Harry Belafonte, but also he had the, the Harry Belafonte singers who backed him up, and um, when the Fugs made their first album uh they, they were packed by the harry belavani singers so there was a there was a song like big river or something like that so you hear these perfect elocution you know backup singers singing river of shit it's great stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's you know oh my god fun stuff you mean Harry Belafonte, best known for playing the mobster Geechee Dan Buford in Uptown Saturday Night? <laughs> no, not him. If you say so. <laughs> he was in a post-apocalyptic movie called the, the World, the Flesh, and the Devil, where he was like one of three survivors of the apocalypse. You know, it was like all these shots of deserted New York. And it was him, another guy, and a woman. Keith, it was a Keith Richards? No. Life track. <laughs> no, you know, think. Yeah, <laughs> Willie Nelson. A bunch, whole bunch of cockroaches. Uh, yeah, this is back in early 60s. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Exciting move. Look it up. Other than that, we just keep doing our thing. You know, we uh, 
though i guess we're going to gear up for a third season here somewhere along in here somewhere and oh, yes. stuff. yes when are you planning to start to that life? um we're planning to start planning it um oh, okay. I, I it's uh what is it now it's almost october yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know halloweenish i think is probably quarter to october yeah yeah something like that it's like T minus really five days scary. till Fump Fest. That's how I'm tracking time. Right. That's right. That's right. It's post Fump. Yes. <laughs> once, once Chris has recovered from Fump Fest, and uh, yeah, we can put him to work again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fl- you know, flipping out a little bit because, you know, as far as Fump Fest goes, because I'm, I'm getting emails back and forth, like for the last two weeks <clears throat> with the guys from the Ogden Etzel. And I'm like, these are the guys like, you know, I bought their album in 1980. Wow. You know, when I was 15, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, I devoured this album. I mean, it had dead puppies on it, but it was so much other stuff, and I just devoured the hell out of that album. And here I am, and these guys, we'll call you uh, before. before, I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No pressure. I want to make these guys sound good, but I'm like. (laughs) So. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if you're watching this uh, before uh, October fifth, uh, uh, come to Fun Fest in Richfield, Ohio. Yeah, right off uh, I seventy seven. Yay! But you can't get back on I seventy seven because of construction. So I don't know well, how I'm getting home. That doesn't matter. You uh-huh. don't worry about getting home. Just get to right. Fun Fest. We'll I worry mean, about getting home first. later. That's that's a separate issue. That's yeah. another problem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there. Good. Well, home. No. Y'all have Wait. fun. I had a whole lot of fun going to the Fun Fest with with the good doctor in Chicago and and performing uh, with uh, with you guys uh, with Chris and Nancy uh, Nancy, Nancy McLemore, uh mm-hmm. who's uh, uh, taken a break from from us for a while, but she was also a tambourine person uh, right. as well as uh, doing a lot of singing for us and as Hillary and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Mrs. <laughs> Pence and yeah, amazing amazing actress. Um, but uh, that was Fumfest 21 was yeah, that was fantastic special yeah it was amazing and we made some good long st- i think long standing friends particularly sulu yes oh, yeah. she Su- has been very very supportive yeah, of all she of has. us uh sulu actually then. is a sponsor of Fumfest this year so nice um yeah and and she's done something else that i'm not gonna spoil yet um but yeah she is she's been remarkably supportive of the fump and fump fest and everything so yeah cool. that's been amazing i rode to the airport with her in a car we shared it like a oh very cool like didn't hit she a was really great you? what's that no, no deer did you no deer no deer no deer no deer Laurie, in case you you don't know who we're talking about, uh, Sulu was one of the sidekicks and phone answerers on the Dr. Demento show years ago. And she also appeared. She had a lot of, you know, kind of homegrown hits, not only on the L.A. show, but also on the syndicated show. And she sang on a number of like a Barnes and Barnes track and a few of those things. So they were all a bunch of friends got together and. uh, and yeah, she's I, still in, you know, really still in the scene uh, to this day. And she performed at the Fump Fest uh, in 21 as part of the Dr. Demento celebration. So uh, and, she's been really a very funny. good friend to us. Yeah. And I also knew another Dr. Demento sidekick who was Jovial Joan, mm-hmm. uh, which who I knew with no idea for years, probably over 15 years before I heard that there was any connection with Dr. Demento. I knew she dated Weird Al. For a mm-hmm. while um 
but um, she, uh, we knew each other through being fellow Randy Newman fans. And uh, when I was out in LA, they had uh, had uh, being my wife. My wife out to dinner at, at this famous Mexican restaurant that I can't tell you the name of. It's right right by Paramount Theaters where she worked. So, and then I was like, wait, I just found out you're. Jovial Joan from Star Trek. She goes, "Oh yeah, you know, I had fun because I guess it was Barnes and Barnes too. She was she was dating Artie Barnes for a while. Oh, wow. And uh, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's great, you know." And I think he posted some pictures on Facebook. I was like, "Well, that's you." <laughs> okay, her secret life. Yeah, the before time. My secret life is a dementoid. There's there's a yeah. there's a movie cool. title for you. I was a teenage communist. Yeah, <laughs> I was a teenage fump. Yeah, right. I was a teenage comedy musician. Oh, yeah. So, Lori, this is basically what we do when we get together on the Fun Fest. We sit around and go, uh, yeah. You have so much knowledge, though. It just blows my mind. Everyone has. Welcome to this chaos. (laughs) That's about all we have, really, in our lives. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, Nietzsche says, out of chaos comes order. Blow it out your ass, ass, Howard. Never mind that shit. Here comes Mungo. <laughs> That's right. Oh, prairie shit. Everybody. I didn't get a harump out of that, man. All right. All right. Well, we'll watch our asses. And right. uh, I think I'm about to either expire or just uh, start coughing or something. So, yeah. So All right. Before I treat you to a lot of phlegm. So, do you guys have you anything much. you'd like to plug? Well, sagplayers.bandcamp.com and yes, and uh, our website for our podcast is it's uh, my friend Lisa L Y S S A Welsh spelling yes dot com and um, yeah and it's uh, like I said finishing up season two. And we will have season three coming up shortly. We do have an album out uh, called Suffolk and Funny. Oh, that's right. That's on the sagplayers.bandcamp.com. And uh, as is this nifty little. Oh, can't see it. Yes, yes, you got a lathe cut. It's a custom made. 40. Oh, where did I go? 40. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) cut it out. 45 RPMs. Record it's gone into the shadow realms of the Suffolk and good players of the scary go round about social media. Yes. And Mr. Confidence man about, uh, what the heck is going on here? Imposter That's syndrome. I ever do this. Yes. An ELO about, parody uh, as impo- about imposter syndrome. I get to sing. on yes. that one. Yeah. So that's all. That's also available. And we have three, uh, CDs of BS de Resistance music and backgrounds and songs and stuff, which is at bsdr.bandcamp.com. Indeed. There's our plugs. Yay. <laughs> be, be be part of the hip in crowd. Yeah. The, the tens or dozens of cool people. Cool kids. Who, yeah. <laughs> okay. Learn the accordion. Learn the accordion. <laughs> Make new friends. <laughs> Lose new roommates. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. We're going to move on to news and the other song this week and the interview of Ookla. And uh, we will catch you 
hopefully not too soon. Give me a break before you post and shove any more songs. Into all right, all right. I get, get that. We, we can take a hit. Yeah. yeah, have fun at the fest. All right. Yeah. Got to sleep sometime. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, guys. No sleep till Fun Fest. No sleep till. Yeah, Luke, get on that. No sleep till Fun Fest. We could do that during opening ceremonies. You have five days to write and record that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> I, can, I can feel the enthusiasm now. That's right. It's great. Okay. Bye bye, guys. All right. Later, guys. Bye. See y'all. Yeah. Greetings, Fump Fest. Ooh, that one was booming. I like that. Hello. Fump Fest is back. And this time, we're teaming up with Con on the Cob. Con on the Cob! Con on the Cob is taking place October 5th through 8th in Richfield, Ohio, and Fump Fest will be a part of it. This year's performers include Bonnie Gordon, Jeff Whitmire, Ross Childs, Insane Ian. There's plenty of room in the dungeon, Castlevania. Steve Goody, The Great Luke Ski, Toby Danger, and Worm Quartet. This is a song, it's a song I wrote so I could sing it with TV's Kyle, but TV's Kyle isn't at Fun Fest, so I can't perform this song. And our 2023 guest of honor, Ogden Edsel. Dead puppies aren't much Fest is a full weekend of comedy music and related weirdness, including the Logan Whitehurst Memorial Awards for Excellence in Comedy Music, dumb parody ideas, live podcast recordings, and more. Plus, all of the games, art, freaks, and fun that come with Con on the Cob. Fest now with Blackjack and Hookers. Yeah, that's right, baby! For information and to register, visit FumpFest.com. That's F-U-M-P-F-E-S-T dot com. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news. Uh, Luke, you sent me this link for We're Safety Now, haven't we? (laughs) Yeah. You want to tell people what that is? Because I wasn't sure. Okay, um, actually, can you send me that link? Because I sent it over my phone, and I need to. Yeah, I want to yeah, look I'll, at it. Online. I'll put it in the chat. Okay. So yeah, let me talk about other stuff, and then I'll talk about okay. that in a minute. Uh, the Fump Volume One Hundred is now available. It will go out to tomorrow to subscribers. Uh, I haven't added it to the store yet. I will do that either tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, but it will be available soon. Um, apologies, this was so late, but it was volume 100, and we, we wanted to do something special for the video. And we finally got that done the other day, and I think it came out great. It's going to be worth the wait. Um, so, uh, Fump Volume 100 will be going out soon. There will be copies available at Fump Fest. Uh, the new Worm Quartet album Carpe Tedium is now available on all the major streaming platforms. So if you get your music via the streams, you can now listen to Carpe Tedium. And I've listened to that song, that album, probably a dozen times already. It's just such a fantastic album. Uh, Brian Woodbury has a new Indiegogo out. Brian Woodbury made 88 songs over the pandemic 41 of which already have music videos, and he wants to make videos for the other 47, one of which is a nine-minute prog rock song he's planning to turn into a comic. 
Uh, and today only, so Thursday, September 28th, if you're listening to this live or quickly after the show, uh, there, there are perks on the Indiegogo at a deep discount. So you can get in and save a little money. Go to Indiegogo.com and search for Brian Woodbury. He's looking to make 47 videos and a comic book over the next year. Uh, the Fump newsletter for September went out the other day. If you're not on our mailing list, you can view it online at tiny.cc slash Fump0923 for September of 2023. We talk about FumpFest, new releases, videos, and more. And uh, I need to make one correction. Uh, Lee posted uh, links to all of people's alternative social media links besides Twitter. And he listed one for Dino Mike. That's apparently not Dino Mike. There is uh, another Mike Cisneros on Blue Sky being followed by Captain Ambivalent. Apparently, it's not Dino Mike. So, apologize about that. Um, uh, but the rest of the stuff is good, as far as we know. Uh, all right. You want to talk about that? Whatever the hell that is. <laughs> okay. So, I haven't even had a chance to listen to it yet because I was working on that other thing. But uh, my uh, very good friend, uh, Stephanie Wild. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, called me the other day because, um, you know, she's a, she's a union stagehand and she specializes a lot in safety. So she's always kind of keeping her eye out on things having to do with safety in the workplace. So she somehow came upon this thing. The United States Consumer Product Safety Commission has dropped an album. <laughs> and judging by the cover, they are so hardcore trying to appeal to like Gen Zers. Um, uh, if if you want to go check it out, uh, the website is uh, CPSC, which stands for Consumer Product Safety Commission. So CPSC.gov slash were dash safety dash now dash haven't dash we. The name of the album is We're Safety Now, Haven't We? <laughs> Uh, is that a reference one, to I'm, something I'm too old to understand? I don't I don't think it's a reference to anything, but um it's volume yeah, 1 so, if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> volume 1. So the just to give you and I'm so this is basically trying to appeal to young people about things that are, you know, important safety issues. So track 1 appears to be called Protect Your Noggin, which is about wearing helmets and stuff. Um uh, there's a song called Phone Away about, you know, putting away your cell phone when you're walking. Um, let's see. And also, there's some of these are in Spanish as well, which is, you know, wonderfully inclusive. Uh, going Off Like Fireworks, which is about firework safety. Uh, Off-Road Adventure uh, is about uh, riding ATVs. And uh looks like the last one here is called Beats to Relax slash Be Safe To. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> So basically, it's like, you know, thinking about like bathtubs over Broadway and all those kind of old school things where it's like, you know, like like uh, Alan Sherman did that whole album for, you know, uh, um, vending machines, uh, uh, vending machine yeah. company or whatever. <laughs> so that's the total vibe of this. So I think it definitely counts as demented music. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I still haven't listened to it yet, but it's absolutely something that needed to be reported on so that we can all listen to it and decide what our favorite jams are. So as soon as I get done doing the other things I have to do immediately, I'm going to check this particular slice of jams out for myself. <laughs> it reminds me of also Stan Freeberg's Omaha. 
as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which ended up being you know a record of a big commercial which couldn't be contained. Wild. Yes. You download the album for free. Yes. <laughs> so yes. So and maybe I, if you just do, you man, we're we're safety now, haven't we? <laughs> man, that cover is a trip. I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's like a collage, but it's photoshopped. And there's like a cat holding up a phone and a fox with a bike helmet on and like a f- like a fire smoke detector with a I guess it's a canary with a, with a sombrero with a bird on it wearing a, a hat duck or something. <laughs> Platypus duck. There's a and then there's a dog with a motorcycle helmet on his butt standing on the top of um, some type of off road vehicle and. Uh, Wait, there's a warning. I got to see what the warning says. Uh, warning. This is a government public service announcement about computer product safety. Why is that a warning? <laughs> what? Dennis, what are they doing up here? Don't be rude, Butterscotch. They are saving lives with the power of music. <laughs> I'm tired of pretending I don't like spaghetti. Yes, the context. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, everyone can have fun with this. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a weird. I I saw you sent me the link and I I looked at the link and I'm like, what? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to let Luke explain this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. FumFest, FumFest news. FumFest is next week. This show will be broadcast live from FumFest next week. Um, bandwidth permitting, I guess. I don't know what the internet's like at the hotel. Um, we are still looking for some volunteers for Table 27. We have two. I can get some from Andy, so we should be okay. But if anyone else is available to help out, please let me know. Uh, FumFest t-shirts are now available for pre-order. Uh, we will have a whole bunch of them available at the convention as well. Um, but if you pre-order, we can you know guarantee you we're going to have your size. Um, unfortunately, you may have heard Worm Quartet had to cancel because he went to Florida, basically, uh, came back with COVID. So he and his wife are now sick and won't be able to attend. So in his place on the Friday night slot will be TV's Kyle performing. And I'm sure, and I'm sure Kyle's performance will contain just as much profanity as Worm Quartet's. So you won't miss anything there. Booyah! Um, there are other nerdcore acts performing throughout the weekend. Like one of them, is, um, crap, I forgot their name. They sell their album in, um, comic book form. Like they sell a comic book with a CD in it. it fuck, what's their name? I performed with them at Worldcon. They were really good. Um, anyway, but they're performing like in the con suite. I don't know why Andy doesn't have them on stage. But um, anyway, 2D6 just got a uh, main stage concert uh, before the Fest concerts on Friday. So they will be on the main stage as well. I can't think of the other. I have the comic book right over there. I bought it at Worldcon when I saw them. Um and yeah next week's episode i already talked about i think that's it i still need to update the website with 
and replaced Kyle with um, Shoebox. And I still have 40-some-odd things left on my to-do list to do mostly this weekend. So going to be a busy weekend for me, folks. Um, all right. Anyone got anything else before tour dates? Uh, nope. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Sundays online, Two Sleeps. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 29th in ooh, yeah, on the 29th in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. On the 30th in Redding, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 4th in Voorheesville, New York, Drew Jacobs. The 5th through the 8th in Richfield, Ohio, Fump Fest featuring guest of honor Ogden Edsel and performances by Bonnie Gordon, Insane Ian, Jeff Whitmire, Ross Child, Steve Goody, The Great Luke Ski, Toby Danger, and TV's Kyle. On the 6th in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. On the 7th in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. And on the 9th in Rochester, New York, Steve Goody. And I wanted to mention uh, the virtual comedy show this week is going to be on Sunday, not Monday. Because on Monday, as I just mentioned, Steve Goody is performing in Rochester. So the virtual comedy show is going to be um, coming to you live from my hotel room at Fumpfest on Sunday the 8th. And <laughs> Steve Goody offered me the slot as the, you know, comedy music guest on that event. And I was like, dude, my brain will have crashed a couple hours before and I won't be in performing like uh, I won't be in any condition to perform. So I said I respectfully declined, but I said, you can still use the room. I'll just hang out in the background and make funny faces at you while you're on the air. Um so, all right, that's tour dates. And all right, that's it. All right, second so, um, song. I, Go ahead. I would also like to I would I would also like to take off during the Ukul interview. So, do you want to do the end of the show stuff now oh, sure. or what? Uh, we can do that. Um, we can't tease anything cuz nothing is posted. Uh, next week, well, next week's Spotify playlist is uh, Artists of Fun Fest and that's already been updated. Um, and there's no feedback. So, well, uh, with with me having made a quick change, actually, the Tuesday song is posted. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did make that change. <laughs> so Tuesday song will be by me. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> so which leads me to ask you the question, um, when we do the live Fumpcast next week, will I be able to, you know, like I typically when I perform, you know, for the people there in the room. Will I be able to have like a video showing with my, you know, backing track when I when I sing it, or or will that be? Do you want to sing it like, live during the Fumpcast? Yeah, I figured. Okay, you know, um, let me figure that out. I. I mean, if if it's too much of a pain in the ass, then won't, don't worry about it's it. It's going to be this computer for the streaming. We'll need another computer hooked up. Yeah, and then we'll just have to run. The audio, like, yeah, we could play. We could play the video off of my laptop, yeah. and then just plug my laptop into the sound. Yeah, uh, Chris is still here. Chris, I'll need a feed from the soundboard. Oh no, because then I, I have to f pipe my feed back to the soundboard. Uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure something out. Right. Uh, and like sure I said, if, if it's work. too difficult, then forget it. We'll, uh, I'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> um, we'll I can play the. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can play the video on here. You can perform. Um, I might be able to set up a scene with you in the foreground and the video in the background. <laughs> I could definitely do a picture in picture thing. I can put a, point a camera at you and then have the video playing in the background. I could definitely do that. That might be the way to go. All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out later, but uh yeah. So well, then uh enjoy the Ookla interview and uh we'll see you all next week at Pump Fest. All righty. Um fast, pump fast, pump fast. fast. Hey! Panic, panic, panic. All right. Here is the second song of the week, yet another of our Tom Lehrer covers. Here is Folk Song Army by Ookla the Mock. Social conscience, they don't even care, Jimmy Crackpawn. Do you feel dissatisfaction? Strum your frustrations away. Some people may prefer action, but give me a folk song any old day. The tune don't have to be clever, and it don't matter if you put a couple of extra syllables into a line. It sounds authentic if it ain't good English, and it don't even gotta Thanks, Adam. Good catch. Remember the war against Franco? That's the one where each one of us belongs. He may have won all the battles, but we had all the good songs. So join in. Guitars are the weapons we bring to the fight against poverty, war, and injustice. Ready, aim, sing. Come on and join in the folk song army. Guitars are the weapons we bring to the fight against poverty, war, and injustice. Ready. I am here with Ookla the Mock. How you doing, guys? Doing well. Great. So uh, this is yet another track from the Tom Lair tribute album that the Fump is working on. Uh, tell us, first of all, why you picked this song. Yeah, Other than it was know, one of the last ones left. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's, I mean, yeah, it, I, oh, I picked it because I knew it, I couldn't imagine anyone else would want to do it. And it's always been, you know, of, of the less popular Tom Lear songs. It's always been one of my favorites. Just into, I just always, even as a little kid, I just thought it was super witty. Mm -hmm. um, and I also thought it was, you know, kind of uh, one of those lyrics that, you know, it's a 50, you know, like a more than 50 year old lyric that, you know, still seems to hold up in a lot of ways. So, 
Yeah, everybody's all up in arms about Franco these days. So, <laughs> wait, who, who's Franco? I'm, uh, in, I'm, in the in the bridge. That was actually something Adam and I talked about was whether we wanted to rewrite the bridge because it's you know the bridge refers to you know political unrest from seventy years ago. You know that right. mean you know it'd be like you know United the- Fruit. You know what I mean or whatever. What what was that? The like the Spanish Civil War or something <laughs> like that. It was the, like the you know, I don't even know what war that was from. <laughs> Ferdinand Franco. Yes. That's oh, right. I remember from yeah. history class. <laughs> so uh, you took this in an interesting direction because it's not a typical folk song. Like even Tom Lehrer says like he's gonna be playing an eighty eight string guitar. Right. Um, like you didn't do a folk song, even though you very easily probably could have. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've always been, you know, I feel, I feel like if you're going to cover a song, you want to put your stamp on it, make it, you know, somehow, uh, you know, different or unique. Um, and I have to admit, like, I, I mean, I, I remember talking to you and we kind of committed to do this song before I really had an idea of how we would approach it. And so I just listened to it a couple of times and then kind of walked away from it and just let it run in my head. And eventually, I, I can't explain why, I just heard it as a ska song. I, I just, you know, it started kind of morphing into a ska song. And then I wasn't sure what to do with the bridge because the bridge is, in, you know, in, in the original, it cuts into 6-8 time in the bridge, which, you know, would have been very strange. And so, and then, of course, it occurred to me that if you uh, do the bridge as a reggae song, it kind of slows down the tempo a bit, which kind of intimates that shift into 6-8, even though we keep it in 4 and so, uh, you know, and then I, I just, you know, kind of pitched it to Adam and he seemed, you know, on board with it conceptually. And, uh, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> well, we knew, we also knew, I have to admit, we knew like uh, for the last couple of songs we've done, we haven't been working with uh, our typical bass player, Mike Mallory, just because of time constraints and, and other issues. Um, and for this one, I knew we, we had to work with Mike uh, because I knew, uh, you know, like certainly, uh, Scott and reggae kind of live and die on the base in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, and, and I knew that Mike would, I just had a really brief conversation with Mike kind of talking about what I was thinking. And you would, I would swear what he delivered was like, you know, better than what I would have sung to him if I, you know, but he just completely nailed what we were looking for. And I think a huge part of the success it. of this song is just how great, uh, you know, Mike's not only is playing, but his writing in terms of the bass line is, is just perfect. Yeah, it this works surprisingly well as a ska <laughs> slash reggae song, even like I can see like you know Bob Marley singing it on the chorus, you know, the bridge, and you know, it works. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, we, we obviously had fun with it. And yeah, I was again, it's exciting when you kind of have an idea. I mean, it, it's a typical thing. I think you know, most musicians have this notion of you know, what you end up with is almost never what you hear in your head. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this, for, you know, whatever reason, you know, at this late age of our lives, I feel like this is a song that s- sounds pretty much the way I wanted it to sound when it was in my head. Like this was, you know, I, I had no confidence that we could pull this off. And yet I feel like we really did. So, so yeah, the, um, it, you know, there was a minute when Ukla was really starting to, you know, starting to happen in like the late 90s 
uh, there was a moment during which we thought maybe we were going to wind up being a ska band because that was the moment when ska became, uh, uh, you know, very front and center. Very, you know, there was Real Big Fish and a bunch of those other ska bands yeah. that were uh, pop ska bands. And we thought, you know, well, of course we'll do that. You know, the, the swing thing was happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, and, and yeah, I'm sorry, go on. No, well, yeah. So I said we almost became a ska yeah. band, but we, then we never really made. We yeah, the only one song that was sort of sky. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, like Guggenheim Love is probably the right. only song from that moment. Like I, you know, in the early '90s, I was in a ska band for a couple of years, and we like literally broke up like the week that No Doubt's uh, Tragic Kingdom came out. Like we broke up like <laughs> we're like, oh, this this is never coming back. And then like a month later, you know, like. You know, uh, people were like, we're looking to hire a ska band, you know. So, um, but the good news is that one of the, you know, one of the big reasons that that fell apart was because, you know, what Adam and I were doing was, uh, you know, really happening. Uh, and so we were, you know, uh, ha you know, happy to, you know. I'm trying to think of the that. name of the ska band you were in. What was it? It was, uh, depending on which band member you asked, it was either Omega Beat or oh, right. The Omega beat, kind of like Batman. You know what I mean? Right. You know, is it the Batman or you know? And it was fun to say, you know, at the end of the show to say you've all been Omega beaten. But um, <laughs> you know, actually, I never said that. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's probably for the best that you didn't become a ska band because then Ukla yeah. would have had like a seven-piece horn section to go around right. the invention. It would have been well, the it, thing. Would have made even less thing, money. The other thing is that there is uh you know, there's another band called Ukul of the Mock that still survives to this day, and they are a reggae band. Yeah. Oh. Out of, out okay. of Hawaii. They yeah. spell it, uh, it's O-O-K-L-A-H, the M-O-C-K. You know okay. what I mean? They, they, so they spell it differently. Um, not out of fear of us, I am sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, and, and the reason that we're aware of them is because of how frequently we get confused for one another. You right. know, like like a couple of years ago, I was contacted by a dispensary that 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 was going to open on uh, <laughs> on April twentieth, and they wanted us to play. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure you want the reggae band. You know what I mean? I'm relatively <laughs> confident that you do not want the, you yeah. know, the nerd rock band from right. Buffalo, but in fact want the and reggae band from Hawaii. Star Trek. Yeah, um, that would have been great though. Had doing doing like Doctor <laughs> Doom in front of the. Well, like, you know, I don't think we ever were serious, but Adam and I did. We joked about, like, let's just show up. Let's just, like, take their money <laughs> and show up and see what happens. But, they, you know, but we just thought that would be, you know, that wouldn't be really, ultimately, that wouldn't be fun for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like, this story is fun. The reality would have been a nightmare for everyone. Yeah. But, I was um, When I was performing as Sudden Death, I was contacted by another Sudden Death. And there were there are dozens of bands going by Sudden Death. And they're all metal bands. But this was yeah. back in the MySpace day. And... Mm -hmm. I was contacted by a uh, um, a death metal band from Florida called Sudden Death, who had a sense of humor and they loved what I was doing. And I listened to their stuff, and I'm a death metal fan, and I was like, "Oh, I love what you're doing." And they were like, "We should go on tour together." And I'm like, "I'm for it. I don't know what audience we'd get, but I'm all for it." <laughs> there was funny, uh, weird to say this, but there was another there was a third band called luke of the mock that was a hardcore yeah. band out of new jersey and they spelled it the same as ours and they actually have a record called bless her black little heart that i still see popping up on uh ebay once in a while and luke of the mock fans listening to this 
do not buy bless her black little heart by Uko the Mock. It is not us. You know, uh, I mean, you welcome to buy it, but they you used to, you know, they, they used to uh, uh, send us hate mail. Yeah. You know, they, that, yeah, they, they we were, get... they took it personally, even though we existed before they did. Yeah. Like um, 10 years before yeah, they, but existed. they were, they were very, uh, and you're existing 10 years after they're gone. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, one of the, one of the yeah, greater yeah. moments of our, of our careers with the mock was when, uh, Steve Gerber reached out to us. Uh, Steve Gerber, who's the comic book writer, created Howard the Duck and many other things, uh, but also created Thunder of the Barbarian. And he reached out to us to congratulate us on living longer than the character he had created. So, uh, <laughs> and that was, that was a, you know, that was pretty huge. That's awesome. Uh, and also, anytime you hear from the originator of a property that you're referencing and they're not threatening a lawsuit, it's right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's always good. Like when yeah, I, I did when, my cover of There's a Platypus Controlling Me from Phineas and Ferb and Dr. Mm -hmm. Do the um Dr. Doofenshmirtz, the guy who does the voice of Dr. Mm -hmm. Doofenshmirtz, yeah. Povenmire, and the creator of the show, reached out to me and said he loved what I what I did, yeah. you know, because he he commented on the YouTube video of me performing yeah. a song. So like that was awesome. Yeah, I mean that was like yeah, in '97 when uh uh you know after Less Than Art came out, uh you know someone who worked for Star Trek at Paramount reached out to us to say, love the Star Trek songs, keep them coming, you know. And John Ordover. Yes. And he didn't name. even mention all the illegal samples. You know, like it was just like, <laughs> you know, like you get that email and you're afraid to open it. You know, yeah. Here's the here's yeah. the cease and desist letter. But he was like, you know, because again, I think, you know, when you're talking to the creative people, you know, they know they see your intention. They get it. Know, and they also and, yeah. know that, you know, this little band from Buffalo is not going to be eating into Paramount's profits by sampling right. the show, yeah. well, you know? And that's, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, what, what Adam and I used to always, whenever people would say in the early days, aren't you worried that, you know, Ruby Spears is going to sue you and make you stop being Uka the like, and, I don't think Ruby Spears exists anymore. Oh, well, right. But also, <laughs> but it's like, even if they did, it's like, what are they going to do? Argue that that someone bought a record because they thought it was made by Ukla the Mock, you know, by an, <laughs> a, you know, a fictional character? That's the argument. Like, what? You know what I mean? It's not like we named ourselves Billy Joel. You know, like that right. would be yeah. actionable. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it just seems like you know, like again, you know, if we're if we're not just besmirching the character, you know what I mean? Like you said, we're not taking money out of their pocket, and we're not tricking people into, you know, buying our stuff. Yeah. You know, trying to connect it to something. It's not like if we put if we put you know Thunder the Barbarian on the cover of an album, that would be a problem. But yeah, that's different because yeah. then it looks like it was something that the comics would have right. done. You know, right? But um, yes. But uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about the song. It's oh, I should uh, give uh, thanks to uh, for the uh, folks on Army. Jeff Thomas, uh, who's a producer we've worked with in the past, he did the drums for the track. Um, Doug White, uh, you know, mixed it and mastered it for us. And, um, oh, and I'm, I'm feeling like a big jerk because I don't have them in front of me, the horns. Uh, it, you know, you all know, if you're Ookla fans, that Adam and I do play, uh, I play the trombone and Adam plays the trumpet. But let me assure you, we did not play the horns on this track. These horns were played by serious players. And what I mean is like the, the trumpet player uh, works with John Legend and the trombonist oh, okay. on this track works with John Batiste. Nice. So, I mean, these are serious players. Um, so please, please don't think that, that that's Adam and I playing because uh, <laughs> the reason it sounds so good is because those guys know what they're doing. Um, the, the other thing that's interesting is the 
porn figure in this track, uh, which I wrote, uh, or so I thought, but then we sent it to the producer and he's like, that's uh, uh, not Big Rock Candy Mountain. Uh, it's uh, Old Rocky Top, which is a song I have heard before, but I didn't realize I, you know, and I, I was just like, well, that's public domain and who cares if, you know, nobody's going to recognize that. And then he showed it to the horn players, and they were like, "Oh, old Rocky Top." Uh, apparently, <laughs> it was quite recognizable. So he had to change it so it wasn't. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's it's actually less notey. Like what Adam wrote was a much more, you know, I I would say really more kind of ska, you know, what you would think of, you know, in terms of like more notes. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was kind of smoothed out a bit to make it less, uh, which again, I, I, I certainly see what they're talking about. Like I see how it's stepping on old Rocky top. It's, but let me assure you that what Adam wrote wasn't exactly old Rocky top. It's just, you know, like, like so many yeah. things you do is it would be like a Ruddles version of it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, enough so that what I mean is like, you know, the Ruddles would cover a Beatles song, not only so it sounded like the Beatles, but so you could tell, Oh, this is their style parody of I am the walrus. You know, like it was, you could tell what song, but, but it was still a unique melody. So. I uh I I my vote was to even though it was stepping on old Rocky Top to keep it anyway because old Rocky Top is a folk song you know of, of an Appalachian yeah. variety or whatever but uh you know to me that that increased the joke but uh uh you know the, the thought was it would be distracting if yes. people recognized it. Yeah, I should say that, yeah, Maybe. I mean, uh, we mentioned that Jeff Thomas did the drums. He also uh, engineered and recorded the horns for us. So basically the drums and the horns came from Jeff. Bass came from Mike. You know, of course, Adam and I, uh, you know, uh, I did the guitar and Adam and I did the vocals and then Doug. Uh, we did the gang vocals in the studio uh, and then uh, and where Doug was able to mix and master it. So it was a Frankenstein monster of a... As as is most of the yeah. stuff we record these days. Yeah, but it's but again, I I'm happy with how it came out. I feel like each each part sounds great, you know. And obviously, Doug knows how to mix, so uh, certainly sounds a lot better than it would have sounded if we had tried to mix it. I assure you. Yep, so. it sounds fantastic. But actually, all of the songs we've gotten for this this compilation have been fantastic yeah. so far. So I yeah, mean, I'm just going to be a good the, album. Yeah, there's been obviously uh, for the ones that have been on the thump. And, uh, uh, you know, and I, I heard a couple of sneak previews from, uh, you know, others. So, yeah, what I've heard all sounds great. Is it? My question is, when is it coming out? And is it coming out in physical media or digitally, digital only? No, it will be on CD. Um, okay. I'll be burning them right over there. Um, and uh, if all goes according to plan, I will have them in hand at Fumpfest, uh, okay. first weekend in October. Um, there's the possibility things may not go according to plan, in which case it'll be a little bit later. But if all goes according to plan, I will have them. Excellent. So excellent. How many tracks is it going to have? I mean, it's going to must be pretty uh, long. Right? Uh, hang on, I can tell you. Let me. I got to look up my. Where is my to-do list with the thing? Um, <laughs> the thing and the stuff. The thing and the stuff. That now I need to get to where's the spreadsheet? There's the spreadsheet. And claimed songs. There are oh. 
I got 24 on this list, but I'm not Whoa. sure if that's if there's any more or not. Okay. Now, Is that I, you're going to fit it on one CD? Yeah. Um, his songs are short. Yeah, the songs are short. That's 24 songs at 67 minutes. So yeah, his song, um, we, we, can, we got a little bit more room to play with even. So. And his what song, song did yeah. you do, Diva? I am doing um, New Math because it's the most rap-like. You yes. put a beat to that and it works. Right. Yeah, I, I hear that, yeah. And also... I'm, I'm giving away the joke here, but um, when I first heard new math, I I learned it the new math way. So for me growing up, that song was like, ha ha, look at these old people who can't do, ma- you know, children's math. And then I had kids who went to they school yeah. and learned common core. Right. Yeah, the new math. And there's blocks around l- numbers. And I'm like, where right. are these numbers coming from? What are you doing? And I'm, couldn't get and i actually i i i wrote a common core verse for new math nice and i had to watch like three or four videos on youtube of explaining common core to parents so that i could (laughs) figure it out and write the verse so uh yeah i saw that uh steve goody did the hunting song Mm -hmm. which i didn't realize but you know i I, like you i had uh the uh Oh no! Was it the was it the isotopes? What was the? I can't remember now. No, it's, I, no, it's the. the yeah, I know. I, there's a. Other... I had sent you another. You know, Doug, our friend Doug had done a version of the hunting song. I didn't realize that Steve Goody was doing one as well. So, I just I'm sorry for sending you something that was already on the album. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's a super death metally uh, hardcore kind of. Well, except the vocal is very you. I mean, it reminds me, it yeah. reminded me a lot of, of you, Tom, when it's, I heard it. It's very uh, Dr. Mentally. What the heck? The Antibodies. Oh, the Antibodies, great. That's, okay. that's the band that's right. that, uh, yeah. Nice. So, all right. Awesome. So, yes. do you have anything you'd like to plug? Well, never well, well, no, I mean, that guy, well, we we are hoping to, uh, you know, probably <laughs> earlier today, Adam and I were talking about, uh, you know, we'll probably put out, we're probably going to have a, you know, a digital EP that kind of collects a lot of the songs we've been writing this year as, and, and maybe some other stuff that we've got lying around uh, that should come out before the end of the year. Uh, I'm going to be actually on, you know, like this week, I'm going to be flying to uh, Germany where uh, my wife Erin and I will be the guests of honor at a film convention called Intermezzo uh, in Germany. So I'll be there for a while. Um and so I will be, deadly. yeah, I will be at OVFF where I hope to have copies of the Tom Lear CD if they exist. Uh, so that if you're going to be at OVFF and you want to get a copy, uh, I'm hoping to get copies from, from Tom before, uh, you know, before then so that uh, we can make those available there. Yep. Should be. Should be. Yeah, that would, that would be good. It's a couple of stragglers I'm waiting on, but otherwise. Uh, See, I thought I was. I thought I was holding. I thought we were the ones holding it up. So uh, <laughs> nope. glad, glad to know that we got it in in time. But uh, all right, anything else? All right, that's that's all I got. Thank you for joining well, us, so Adam. What are you having for dinner tonight? Uh, I'm <laughs> making Colorado chili. Uh, <laughs> that uh, a friend of mine is having a chili cook-off, uh, and uh, he has it every year. And last year, I came in third. This mm. year I can't be at the chili cook-off, but I'm doing chili anyway to enter in it. 
So I'm going to do a Colorado style chili. I've never tried it before. Should be good. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Good luck Let's with your chili. All right. All Take right. Care, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. And I already mentioned there's no feedback this week. Uh, we already teased everything this week, so I think we're good. Uh, the Spotify playlist is Artists of Fump Fest, and it's already been updated, so you can go listen to that now. And I need to go finish stuffing Fump CDs. So let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. Luke Ski and I will be live from Fump Fest next week, and other people were here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, I'm a spooky ghost. <laughs> <laughs>